All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Exposure Runs, the podcast. Um, I'm your host, Mustafa. Today we have a special guest, which I'm excited to have, our first female baller up here on the podcast. Let's welcome Miss Brianna McDaniel. Hey, how you doing? Welcome, welcome. Appreciate you coming. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Brianna, like with your likes, with your dislikes. What does Brianna like to do? Well, I like to do, of course, who, but... I cook, I bake. Um, that's really the things I really like to do. Like if I'm just sitting in the house and I got, I know I got some food to cook. I just be like, okay, I'm gonna go cook. <laughs> and then like my friends will end up calling me and they'd be like, you cooking? And I'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, okay, I'm on my way to to your apartment. <laughs> like, all right. What's 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 a what's a specialty dish and a specialty dessert that Miss Brianna can make? Like right off the bat. Okay, so. I just started making it this year. It's jerk honey lamb chops. <laughs> Excuse me. With some uh, green beans and mac and cheese. And what's the what's the dessert that is going to go with that? Upside down German chocolate cake. Okay, okay. <laughs> After you hoop and some some lucky gentleman is going to get a nice. Okay, all right, I'm with that. Um, if you recall, because I do distinctly, I first met you at the premier female hooper event at Mount Carmel. That was my first time meeting you and your mom. Um, and at that time, if I remember correctly, you were injured. Yeah. Um, just seeing how that event was and... Talk a little bit about how difficult it was that you were not able to take part in that because it was a pretty dope event. Yeah, it was a great event. Um, it kind of stinged a little bit because I wasn't playing because uh, I did tear my ACL my junior year. Uh, it was a long and hard process because, like, I had to learn how to walk again, mm. run again, do stuff on my own. Like, first few weeks of surgery after surgery, I couldn't do nothing by myself. I had to. Have, have have people help me. So that was really like a tough time. And then like just seeing people out there hooping and doing everything. It, it was just like, oh, I wish I was out there. But I feel like me going through that really made me tough, though, because that is a hard thing to go through. Like, so uh, I keep looking off camera because my wife is here in the studio. Our son is going through that literally right now. Xavier tore his ACL December the well, technically, got injured December the eighth, but a few weeks later, a few days later, after I let him convince me to go back, because um, he hyperextended his knee in the game. But long story short, he ended up tearing his ACL, and he's on that recovery process now. Like it's difficult to watch for him to watch other people who. I mean, honestly, it was difficult for me as well. He didn't finish his senior year. At least you know you were able to come back for your your senior year. How difficult mentally was that for you with that type of injury? I'm not even going to lie. Like, I was depressed. Like, mm. it was hard because it was like I was used to, okay, I'm going to get up, go to the gym, do my little workouts for today, come back home. Like, it made you really, it made me really appreciate, like, being able to hoop for real, for real. Because you can't do nothing. You can't right. really, like, go, like, if you walk, you can't walk quick is how, how you want to, like, I had to wait four weeks to walk. I tried to walk one time. I failed. But, like, it's hard. Like, it's a real hard process to go through. And people really don't understand it until Mm -hmm. they go through it. Until they go through it, right. And I can honestly say he he going to get out. He going to get it. Uh, We we think he will. And and he is a very... 
he he heals quickly. Um, but he is very determined. Um, he get ready to go to school August the 18th. Um, my qu- my next question in regards to that is how many games did it take you to like mentally shed the fear of being back on the court? I think about five games. About five games. Now, in those first five games, like what was that progression like? Um, were you hesitant? Did you, because you're, you know, you, I saw a couple of your high school games. You 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 get hoop. <laughs> like you you a beast on the court. I ain't even gonna I ain't even gonna front. So like in them five games, what was that progression like mentally? Uh not to be scared. Um that's really the main thing because if you if you think about it so much, you're gonna end up hurting yourself. Right. Man. So me just not really thinking about it. My parents, my dad, especially my dad, he was like, <laughs> stop babying your knee. Like mm. if you really want to play. Better stop babying. Yeah, and just play. Like, play. Right. Like, you out here, you clear. You know, there's nothing wrong. You got a little scar tissue in there, but you fine. Like, play. So, it took it took me about a good five games. But once I got the groove and, like, saw, like, oh, okay, I ain't gonna, I ain't, I ain't hurting that bad. I, right. I can do it. So, so that, that first time getting knocked in your, getting knocked down, like, what, was you scared? Like, what was the, like, oh, shit. Like, what was that like? like I was like... <laughs> Oh no! Nah. I said no. Nope. I said I fell. I balled up. I'm, they had to come out on the court and give me. I I started crying and hyperventilating. Oh and wow! Everything. I was like I was scared because I didn't know like did I hurt it again? Because mm. the way I hurt it, I it was non-contact. Oh, so okay. like I did a move and my knee buckled mm. and that was it. So I was like. Once somebody hit me, I just like froze, froze up. up. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do nothing. So I was like, once I once my mom was like, You okay? You walking, you fine, you don't feel like your knee out of place or anything? I was like, No, I'm just scared. And she was like, Okay, you all right. Okay. Get up and get back out there. So, got you, got you. Yeah. Okay. No, that's pretty dope. Um Tell us a little bit about your recruiting process uh from Kenwood to Maryland. You were previously committed to another school, correct? Yes. Texas A&M? Yes. Okay. Um, just tell us about that whole recruiting process. Uh, it was it was fun. It okay. was fun. Uh, just meeting different coaches and building bonds with them. Like, it's some coaches that I'm still cool with to this day. Like, I, I like like all the coaches that I met and had a bond with. Like, they're, they're really great coaches. Um, just um, when I first got on Maryland campus, she was the first coach to call me and – talk to me and everything. So I was like, okay. So we went there, talked and everything. And I just felt like it was home. Like, don't nobody really know this, but my grandfather passed away three years ago. Mm-hmm. And after that, I wasn't able to sleep like, like throughout the night. Like I wake up like three times out of the night. Mm-hmm. My parents, we was like, okay, do you want to commit? I was like, yeah, I want to commit. They was like, I right, sleep on it. Let God like give you a sign. Mm-hmm. So when I when I went to sleep, I prayed before I went to sleep. Then I went to sleep and I slept peacefully the first time in almost like two years. Wow. So that was like really that was like okay, yeah, this this home for me. Okay. So I felt like it was my grandpa telling me like okay, yeah, the first time didn't go go too good. So this time we gonna be all right. So. Do you want to talk about the, the the reason that you decommitted from Texas A and M? Um. If not, it's fine. I'm not gonna push it. It's it's nothing really bad. Uh, we just didn't communicate 
Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Best and not so best part of the recruiting process. When it, that first day of your junior year, when they can call you, <laughs> man, my mama had to uh, make a like a a schedule for the coaches. Your mom told me that when I met her, it was like thirty some schools calling, and I and we was like, my mom was like, "This not even my phone no more. This your phone." Mm. She was like, "Um." They set up a time and they would call at that time and we were like, okay. Like, it was the first day I had like 15 calls. Damn. And I was like, Mom, I don't feel like calling right now. <laughs> but once school started, I was like, oh, yeah, I got a break. We ain't going to, like, my mom was like, my phone start at 8 a.m. and it ends at 9 and I'm getting my phone back. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was really our, that was really our days, like on our way to workouts, coaches was calling, like, our phones was busy. I ain't really started giving coaches my phone my phone number until like like until I cut my list down to the top five. Okay. Yeah. And then they got a chance to talk to you directly. Yeah. And I, give me your spiel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And what what about the not so best part about recruiting? What was that like? Uh I really I really didn't have no real bad experience recruiting okay to be honest like okay. it was it was some long-winded coaches though. <laughs> I went, but I wasn't tripping about it I like talking to them they be funny though <laughs> like a lot of coaches they was some funny coaches but it like them long talks but when I was tired those was the times that I was like oh my god yes yeah, get to the point like, 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 what, what we doing okay offer all right cool <laughs> Bet, thanks <laughs> <laughs> okay um <clears throat> You were injured during your junior year when all of the recruiting started. Mm-hmm. Did you have some concerns that that was going to affect your recruiting, your injury? Yes. I was like, I told my mom, I was like, Ma, what are we going to do? Like, is they going to take my offer away? Is they going to stop recruiting me? Like, what, what are we going to do? She was like, no, nah, we just going to see. We're going to let them know what's going on. And if they decide to move, move past, then that's on them. Right. Mm -hmm. So I told coaches, I was like, I don't know how this will affect our um, my recruitment with you guys. But I tore my ACL and this, that. They was like, no, this is not going to like this. We're good. We're family. Like we built this bond. Yes. Like I remember when I first found out that I tore my ACL, like literally. Two days or a day later, I got an offer. Really? So you were like right off the back up front with the coaches. I told him while I was on the phone with him because he called me and he was like, hey, Brianna, how you doing? I was like, I'm good. Um, Coach, I wanted to tell you, uh, I just found out uh, the other day that I tore my ACL. I don't know how this will affect our recruitment and stuff like this. He said, no, I was just really calling to give you an offer. I was like. Huh? For real? You really finna get me off right now? And he was like, yeah, we're excited about you and stuff like that. So right. I was like, when I got off the phone, I was like, ma, he gave me an offer. She was like, huh? They, he gave you an offer? I was like, yeah. I was so surprised and I was happy. I couldn't do nothing but thank God right then and there because I was like, man, I'm going through the toughest times right now. And I think that was like really like. It lifted you up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when Zay heard his, we, we were definitely concerned that. He had already had the offer where he was going, mm-hmm. uh, but that no other offers were going to come in. And none really did, but we kept the injury on the wraps until we, like, 
like officially knew mm-hmm. and we knew he was like you know the the hyperextension yada 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 but when we got the official word we were very nervous and how we knew as a family that where he going Indiana Tech was where he should be at is that the coach <laughs> he he texted me and was like I know y'all keeping that from me but just know that he we want him and uh-huh. so that made as parents that made us feel good that yeah. number one that we ain't got to pay for school so like there's that Definitely. <laughs> let's, let's start right there. But boom, we ain't got to pay for school. But yeah. on top of that, he was going to go somewhere where they really showed that they wanted him. Um, yeah. So that was that was really important. Um, male and female hoopers, they think that it's easy becoming a Division One athlete. Talk about that process, the the sacrifice you had to give, and the times that you thought about quitting, if there are any. From freshman year or just in general? Both. Okay. Go ahead. I can say freshman year was really a test. Like, I was so confused on what my coach really wanted. And I just felt like I didn't have my family, and I'm so family-oriented. So it was like I'm 10 hours away from home. My mom and daddy can't come down here when they want to. Mm -hmm. I'm by myself. What am I going to do? And I couldn't talk to nobody. I really wasn't talking to nobody for real. I was just really in my room, kitchen, and gym. That was really it. And study hall. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I was in my room. But I can say it's really hard. Like, it was moments where, like, I had to – I was so quiet. Like, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I ain't even going to lie. I forgot. I, I, it was one time I thought I didn't know how to play basketball. <laughs> I was like, what is going on with me? Like, am I messing up? Like, I, I had to go in and talk to my coaches and was like, what am I doing out wrong? Like, what am I? They was like, you hesitant. Stop being hesitant. Like, in the beginning, of, like, you was fine. Like, you was doing good. Mm-hmm. Get back to OU. Like, that's all we want. That's what we, that's that's why why we recruited you. Right. So play your game. We not trying to make you a robot. Play your game. Play basketball. Once they told me that, I like, it, it took me a minute to, like, adjust. But once I did, it was easy a piece of cake how did your team receive you i'm sure it was some returning players some veteran players um you were a pretty high recruit um throughout your process what was that like um when you first got to campus uh they was they wasn't uh they was my teammates they best teammates but they was hard on me though they made sure like I, I can admit I was late a couple of times <laughs> and we had to run, but because I got my. You were late. Yes. Oh, wow. So don't be late. I promise you, don't be late because you will run and do some conditioning. So that's one thing. But once I got the hang of everything, they was on my side. Like they was on my side in general. Like I would go talk to some of my teammates, like Shy, Faith, Brene, all of them. I would go talk to them and be like, what am I doing wrong? Like, like what's happening like what should I do like they always tell me like you're fine just be yourself stop thinking so much that's one thing I do I think so much and okay. it just like my mind be racing but I can say they was my teammates they they some real ones for real what's, what's your sign I'm a Pisces okay okay now with you being late talk about if practice is at 12 how soon should a player get to the gym oh an hour early at least mm-hmm no if you wanna if you wanna do treatment and stuff like that before practice, get that hour early. That's so what at I at twelve do. o'clock you better be on that court. Or Shoot. a few minutes before. Eleven fifty, be on the court. Okay. Be the always be the I get the because of my knee, I get the hour early so I can do treatment. So like say if we got 
8 a.m. practice. I'm getting up at like 7. And then we got to beat it. We got to be on our couches for film at 7.50. We start on the court at 8. So you better have everything you need on them couches at 7.50. <laughs> so don't be coming up there with no Crocs on. You better be in your sneakers and your practice gear ready to roll. Yes. <laughs> don't. Don't do nothing extra. If you don't need it, don't grab it. <laughs> there you go. If you don't need it, don't grab it. Because okay. if you ain't using it on the court, what you need it for? What you need it for. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, did you play AAU ball? And if so, who did you run with? Yes, I played with Chicago Hoops Express and Lady Dribblers. And what was that experience like? Lady Dribblers, um, they was my starter. Uh, they was CHE and uh, Lady Dribblers, our sister uh, program. Okay. So, like, in the beginning, I was at um, Lady Dribblers and... From I think sixth grade, I moved. I we merged the um, the programs together, and okay. that's when I went to uh, Chicago Hoops Express. And I can say, like one thing about it, my coaches was definitely pushing me. Uh, they made sure that I didn't settle. Like mm-hmm. that's one thing they didn't let me do is settle. Like in the beginning, when I was at uh, Lady Dribblers, my my AAU coach. Uh, D'Angelo Sawyer I was I think I was in uh, Fourth Fifth grade I was playing With the older kids So I was playing With the seventh And eighth graders My attitude Was not the best Meaning You knew That you were Better than them Or just in general Just Just in general Okay 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 Uh, So he was like Okay since you Want to have an attitude I'm going to put you In your grave level So he put me In my grade level I dominated and he just made me understand and appreciated it. Mm-hmm. He That's got on me. He got on me mm-hmm. like faithfully. Like if I messed up on something or if I get mad about something, he'll pull me over to the side, get down on me, and he'll be like, now get in there and play. Mm-hmm. So. That's one thing he did was I I appreciate my AAU coach uh, D'Angelo Sawyer all of them like uh, Coach Harvey Coach Scott Gerald Davis Marche all of them like they was on me like my even my parents my mama and my daddy. Now I, I met your mom and I can believe that part. Your mom don't seem to play. Man, she, she don't. She was a very nice day, but she definitely don't seem like she played. Now your mom, she played, didn't she? Yeah, she played it with I, me I out in Loyola. I didn't. I found that out. Somebody else told me that. Yeah, and they told me your your mom was pretty decent. I mean, rumor has it that she probably would bust your ass, but I mean, that's a story for a different day. We could talk about that later. Man, she know what it is. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Her and my dad. Oh, uh, I'm not messing with that. I'm not messing with that. <laughs> You're not getting me in trouble. But yeah, my mom and dad, they was on me like. They was on me and my sister. Like me and my sister, we we couldn't play against each other. That's how. That's how on on. It, it got it got like that. Yeah, like your we, sister's older or younger than you. Older, four years. Did she play college? Yes, she played at St. Francis at Joliet. When was the last time y'all played against? When each other? she was in high school, and oh. that was almost six, seven, six years ago. And who won? No. It didn't finish. <laughs> we got into it. Like, we was playing. I was just getting, like, finna start getting into high school. It was our senior year. I was my eighth grade year. We ended up, we started arguing. Man, we got into it. it, it was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> we was not letting, like, we, we gonna bump heads. We gonna get on each other. But we know it's all love, though. Okay. <laughs> um, what are your honest, when you look back now, mm-hmm. You're getting ready to go into your sophomore year of college, correct? Yes. 
and you look back on that AAU experience, what are your honest thoughts of AAU and the whole circuit, that whole scene? I don't know how I play five games a day, for real. Like, my body can't take it. I be like, man, I'm tired of the one workout, legs be burning. I be like, man. But, not a, like, I was pushed with any any competition. Like, when we played against McIver Fire, example, all them, mm-hmm. like, we pushed each other. Even though, like, we was rivals, we still was getting, like, Pushed each other We was cool But like once we Stepped between them lines We wasn't like right, right. We stayed <clears throat> We was on each other Like it was just like that Now I heard you mention An example Shout out to Coach Barry Bradford That's a great mm-hmm. program Over there mm-hmm. was a, You know he's doing Good things over there um, In high school Do you remember What your ranking was Coming out of high school And what's your thoughts On that whole ranking system At first Before I got hurt I was Ranked nationally 34 mm. uh, Then when I then when I after I had played a little bit more and they the rankings came back out, I think I was ranked forty five or something like okay. that. I don't I don't totally remember, but I feel like <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead and say it. They, they just gotta it's see not, me though. It's not forty five players better than you, but forty four players better than you basically. I don't see it. But okay. hey. Everybody got their opinions. Okay. <laughs> At the end of the day, y'all got to play, right? Right. Okay. It's all love. I'll give y'all y'all props, but See y'all me. still going. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> um, scout yourself as a player. What type of player are you? Um, I'm very. I'm a very aggressive player. Uh, I don't take no crap at all. Okay. Um, one thing about it, if you need your kid to. Get a steal and go lay that ball up. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing about it, my coach, I, I give up my all any day. If she tell me run through a brick wall, I'm not. I'm doing it. Like that's that's one thing about it. Like my coach, she she a very 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 good coach, and I'll do anything for coach. Be freezy. That's okay, <laughs> coach, be freezy. Um, head coach aside, who's your favorite coach on the staff? Dang, I can't do that. Okay. But I can say the ones that I did gravitate to a lot during the year was uh, Coach Spann and uh, Karen Blair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do they have specific roles on the staff? Like, you know, one does, I guess, uh, you know, concentrate on dribbling. One concentrates on rebounding and shooting. Oh, my God. Spanny has the most tiring dribbling drill that I ever experienced okay. ever in my life like we will sit there and do dribbling drills for five minutes and your arms are burning and you feel like they're gonna fall off <laughs> like I can give Spanny that she gonna tire you out in your workouts okay and then KB I, I feel like KB I feel like all of them do everything but KB I feel like she do everything like she's the mama of the team like she's another mother figure I can say okay yeah uh taking it back real quick uh, a little bit to high school what was your best moment in high school on and out off the court as well as I want you to think about your best moment so far on and off the court at Maryland man in high school when I gave with young 30 <laughs> and I should have won that game but I ain't gonna say nothing <laughs> okay. but when I gave them 30 and off the court, just bonding with my teammates and coaches. Like, we always had a good time. And it was bad but fun when I got trapped in uh, uh, Arizona. <laughs> we got, got trapped in Arizona? Yes. Okay. They were saying I had a negative, I had a positive uh, COVID. Uh, what's oh, the name? Gotcha. So they put me on a no flight list. 
So I had to stay there through Christmas. Oh, snap. So I stayed there. Man, I was so mad. But You was by yourself? I mean, I, No, I was with my mom. Okay, day. okay, okay. But it was just like, bruh, I, showed, I had a rapid test, and I showed them. They was like, no, nah, we can't take the rapid. So I was like, bro, y'all better take this rapid test. I'm trying to go home for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm already, I'm barely going to be home for real, for real in college, and y'all going to, yeah, I was so mad. But I can say that was that was a funny time, though. Um, you just recently had your first um, official like basketball camp. Yes. Talk about that. What was that experience like? Um, and how was the turnout? It was great. Um, yeah. All the kids loved it. Like the elementary kids, one of the girls told me, my mama don't want me right now. So I was like, I'm, I really appreciated everybody coming out for it to be my first camp. I had a lot of people come out. Um, high school, it was the same way. Most of most of the kids was Kenwood kids, and I appreciate all of them. It was it was a good turnout. I really appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. Would you do it again? Are, are you going to do it again? Yeah. Okay. I think I probably might have something else in the bag, too. So I'm thinking about it. I mean, you can feel free to spill it right here if you want. I, I want to do, like, like an AU um, tournament. I want to do that. I know, that sounds cool. Underneath your brand. Yeah. All right. Jump right into that. Talk about your brand. My brand. What, what, what is it called? Is Brickat Enterprise LLC. Okay. Yes. And we're going to do everything. Okay. We're going to do everything. Okay. Yeah. But well, that's one thing that I do want to do, uh, like a AAU tournament and like probably do it at Quest and then my like close. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm and it's a cool. bunch of courts. So yeah. might do that. We're going to talk more about it with my family, but I'm, I been, been thinking about it though. Brainstorming it out. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Um, how important is representation uh, with the female balls? I know you had the young ladies come out to the camp. Like, talk about that experience when they saw you, they were able to kind of like rub elbows with a Division One basketball player. Did did most or some of them know who you were? Yeah, um, some of the kids were from uh like different AAU teams, but they they knew who I was from, who I who I am. Uh it was good just I just wanted to wanted the girls to understand like like put yourself out there. Never mm-hmm. let nobody tell y'all y'all can't do something. Up. Like always put your mind to anything. Like it don't matter what nobody say. If you feel like you can do it, you can do it. For real. Okay. Yeah. Um, thinking back to high school for one second, who guarded you the toughest in high school? Nobody could guard me. <laughs> Nobody could guard me in high school. I was giving everybody problems. You was giving everybody buckets? Man, and that that was ease. Ease any day. <laughs> okay. Barbecue chicken, huh? For sure. Um, all right, so who was the toughest player for you to guard? Nisa Morrow. What school? Simeon. Where's she at now? LSU. I'm glad you brought that up. I got a question about that, but go ahead. <laughs> Man, man, I did a charge on her in the city championship in my sophomore year. I had a concussion after that. Oh shit! <laughs> that girl, I she's strong. She's strong and built. Like she, I give her that. She tough. That's that's my girl though. Okay, all yeah. right. Um, talk about who was barbecue chicken for you. Like name somebody or a school. I know you mentioned what Whitney Young. You gave thirty. All right, so we we'll we'll, we'll accept that as the team you. Uh, that was barbecue chicken. What player did you give specifically? You were just giving them buckets, buckets upon buckets. Man, it really, 
It was everybody. What can I say? Like, I was giving everybody problems. Like, one thing about it, you never know what you're going to get out of me. Like, it's like one day you may think I'm going to be driving all the time or shooting all the time. No, you're going to get everything. So, okay. It was, I gave everybody problems. Now, I'm thinking about college. Who is the toughest person you've had to guard so far? Oh, my God. Caitlin Clark. From Iowa. She don't stop moving. <laughs> like, that girl, she runs. Like, and you can't touch her, really. Like, they gonna call a foul on you. Okay. I, it was one It was one uh, part of the game. She, I got two fouls in 30 seconds. Damn. I was like, yeah. My, she, coach, my coach was like, I said, Coach B, I didn't touch her. She said, no, but you pissed her off, so that's all right. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm cool with that. Is so. it safe to say that... Um, Players like Caitlin and, and, you know, just them high-level players, you know, when they come to play, like, they are, like, a- as good as advertised. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I, I I watched all the games leading up, of course, leading up to the national championship game, and I was like, damn, she is. She carries herself like, uh, like in a highway, though. Like, she, I can give her that. She got it. Like, she got that. Like, if she. If she, if you think she ain't pulling up from half court, almost she curry for real. <laughs> Dead serious, like she pulling it, no hesitation. Like you would think, like she finna drive, no side step, three side step to to the left. She cashing it, mm. don't matter. I, and I watched that game. That was a hell of a game too, man. Um, talk about. Teams that are beginning to, you know, kind of come together as the super teams. You talked about LSU. You know, you got the hometown young lady, Janae Camp, get ready to go down there. But they also had a big-time transfer come over. Is it tough playing against those type of teams with that much firepower? Uh, Or still like you still got to see me on the court? It's both because, like, you really got to see how how you can guard them. Because, like, sometimes you may not have that many, like, bigs that you can, like, Guard like an Angel Reese or right. something like that. Like you gotta, you gotta make what work. Like we made we made it work. Like Faith Faith Masonis, I swear, my teammate Faith, she is one of many people that I know that would get down on the floor and go after everything. Mm-hmm. Like Faith Faith was the one to like get out the rebounds, bring the ball up. Like it was one. It was one game she was being a point. I'm like, okay, Faith, go ahead, girl. I'm like, okay, yeah. But like, Faith, Faith, Faith is the one to like. I call her Mama Faith, but she, I love Faith. Okay, like, yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So we going kind of talk about a little bit. Do you feel the female game will ever be? No, I shouldn't say ever be. That's that's the one. Just the differentiation, like why do you think the female game is has not gained the popularity that the male game, other than the obvious reasons? Like, what do you think is the reason behind that? Um, cause sometimes some people don't promote it though. Like, don't nobody really like, oh, let's go support women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Let's do that. It's rare that you see, like, well, before this year. You rarely seen somebody say, "Oh, it's women's basketball playing on, on right. right now." Let's watch the WNBA. It's right. rare now. Right. Is like a bunch of people now saying, "Oh, this team is playing right now. This team is playing right now." Let's check in on this. Like mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's. I feel like it's evolving now. Um, 
right after, well, not right after, but not too far, not too long after the national championship game, and I'm and I'm paraphrasing here. Um, Andrew Reese was kind of quoted as basically saying like the college game is allowing the females to um, reap the financial benefits more than the NBA. Do you feel that way? I feel like it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we won't we won't tap that because you know eventually we're hoping that you'll be on that platform so we don't want to yeah you know all right we'll we'll jump right off all right, <laughs> so we we'll get off that train a little bit uh, what are some of your goals going into next season um just being myself and I feel like going back to the old me because I can say like I was really hesitant more this year like this season like about like okay is this a good shot is this um. Do I need to pass this at this moment? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do I need to do that? I'ma just be me. Uh that's really the main thing. Uh and just getting my like my shot better. Like that's really the main thing. And defense gonna come. I'm I'm good on the defense okay. part. Yeah. Do you have any individual uh accolade type goals? Uh defensive player. Uh I wanna be I want to be player of the year, but if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. But that's it's a goal. It's a goal. Though. I, I can respect that. I can respect that. Now, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, the last couple of guests I've asked, um, they're starting five NBA and six man. We're going to do both the NBA and the WNBA. So, name your all time NBA starters and six man. Okay. You know Jordan. Of course. You wouldn't be able to walk Chicago if you didn't right. say Jordan. Go ahead. Uh, Kobe. Okay. Who else? Um, Kobe. Curry. Okay. Kevin Durant. Okay. And my big. I got to go with Shaq, though. And who's your sixth man coming off the bat? My sixth man. <clears throat> Who is my sixth man? Gary Payton Jr. Gary Payton Jr. Okay. That man hard. Okay. That man. Okay. So mine would be, I'm going AI. I'm going Kobe. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm going Jordan. Right. Right. I'm going LeBron and I'm going Hakeem. And my sixth man is Jamal Crawford. Okay. Okay. Now, your WNBA all time. I, I think I might surprise you because I, I actually follow the, the female game quite extensively as a as mm-hmm. a youth. So who's your WNBA all time starter and six man? Dana Evans. Okay. Uh Kelsey Plum is my shooter. Okay. Uh Diamond the Shields off the ball. Okay. Uh I know I gotta have um, Brittany Griner in there. Okay. Uh, BG, shout out to BG. Yes. Who gonna be my four? <sighs> this is really hard right now. <laughs> You're making me think. Definitely. Uh, oh. Oh, Diamond, Diamond Miller. Okay. And we just yeah, said. I gotta have Diamond in there. That a hey, 
Shout out to my girl D Miller. She's hard. Okay. But my six men. Hmm. I don't even know who my six men to be. Uh Candace. Candace Parker. Yeah. Okay. I like it. So here's Gomans. And I'm I'm going to age myself a little bit. All right. Just just a little bit. So I don't. You know, just a little bit. So I'm going Cheryl Swoops. I'm going Lisa Leslie. I'm going Tina Thompson. Yeah. I'm going Candace. I'm going Sue Bird. Yeah. And my sixth man, I, I got to admit, my sixth man is more crush than it is. Is <laughs> more crush than it is player. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, she can hoop, but like, I ain't going to front. I, I got a little thing for Elizabeth Cambridge. That's 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 my that's my. If you ever see this podcast, Elizabeth, call me. Okay, please call me. Just just say hi or like you know talk to me in your Australian accent and let me know that you watched my show. Thank you. That's that's my that's my. I just shot my shot a little bit. Just a little bit. All right. That's my girl there. Um, all right, so uh, last two questions. Mm-hmm. Last two questions. My first question. Um, in Islam, we believe um, that our children pick us as parents. That's that's a that's a belief of our, our religion. Um, hearing that, what does that mean to you, knowing that you picked your parents to guide and raise you? Talk about them and how important they are. Uh, I can say my parents was, they was very hard on us, like especially... Me, when it came to, like, how I, like, held myself in front of people. Like, I couldn't do things that other other normal people can do. Like, I couldn't go outside all the time. Mm -hmm. I can't hang out. No, you got to be in the gym. Mm -hmm. You got to... If you really want this, you need to work for it. Mm-hmm. So my parents was very hard on, hard on me, but I wouldn't trade it, though. Like, I feel like... I picked a good set of parents. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You picked a good, and then you picked them. Yeah. So they, they get goals. on my nerves, though, but okay. I, I love them, though. Yes, it is what it is. Last question. Mm-hmm. I want you to send a future message to yourself. Talk in third person like Brianna, and then give yourself a nice little message. Brianna, love yourself in, in any way that you need to do. Like, like love yourself before you love someone else and never say you can't do something always put your mind to it because i stopped being i stopped uh what did i stop doing i got out of my major being a veterinarian that was one thing i wanted to do and i was like i can't do this i can't Mm. so and my my uncle actually just talked to me about it today like you, this was your dream. You can you can do it. Like even though like you got a lot of stuff going on, still like try to pursue your dream because the ball gonna stop eventually. So the ball is definitely gonna stop eventually. So. Like I, I know a lot of times um, when when I'm talking to some of the to the young players or just you know peers of my son or whatever, male or female, and, and my wife and I we have experience working in schools, mm-hmm. but the the message is usually like pretty much on par with what your parents have pretty much already told you. And for some reason, the message is received a little bit more coming from that outside circle. Mm-hmm. But the message is exactly probably um, what your parents have already told you. And it's just stay true to yourself. 
You know what I mean? Um, just be, just kind of own, you know, your path and 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 run full steam ahead. At, you know, at it. Um, I'm glad you said to to love yourself. Definitely, absolutely love yourself. And um, you know, just always show the world like who you are and yeah. what you can be. Like, um, I've been following you for some time. I, I, you know, from the time that I met you, I, I didn't know much about you, but that's only because I'm not from Chicago. I'm from right. Philadelphia, so I had to learn about you. But from there. <clears throat> I took it upon myself to kind of learn more about you as a player. Um, I talked to your mom pretty frequently, I think. Um, and I just, I love what you're doing. Like I, I, it was very important for me that when we started this and, 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 and my producer, uh, Bo will tell you that it was very important for me that when we got a, around to getting a female Hooper, that like you would be the first one. That was very important for me. And I, and I wanted to make this work. Um, you know, work around your schedule. So mm -hmm. I really appreciate you coming out. It really means a lot to me. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me. This yeah. is my first one. I'm so excited. Oh, well, I'm excited <laughs> to, to to definitely be your first podcast. And I'm sure many more are down the line. Um, yeah. So on, on that note, we're going we're gonna to sign off. Uh, thank you, everybody. Um, again, shout out to uh, Bo Harris and uh uh, Goldmine TV, shout out to um, Tariq Booker and, and Numerek, shout out to Derek Ellison. Those those guys um, have uh, were and are the reason um, that uh, Exposure Runs has been able to get off the ground. Mm -hmm. And um, just shout out to everybody that's been very supportive. Of course, my family, of course. Um, I feel like I got to shout my wife out since she's here. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to her. So like it is what it is. Um, we, and on that note, we're going to go ahead and end it. Um, thank you again for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Mm -hmm.